0: Blast from our past network.
1: Welcome to Throwback Trivia Takedown, a no holds bar trivia match between two contenders fighting for nostalgic glory. I'm your host, Adam Spees. I'm your co-host, John Spees. Today, we have got a fantastic feast of period-peace pop culture coming at you. Our first contestant has starred in such horror movies as That Neil Diamond Song That Ruined My Life and The Attack of Eric Ede. She's mostly an in indie flicks, but here she is a bona fide star. It's Caroline the Scream Queen, Bronstein. Hey, Caroline. Welcome back to the show. Yeah, we are happy to have you back. Please remind everybody a little bit about you. I'm not going to lie. I had a Dunner kebab in Leesburg. That was phenomenal. That's it. Sorry. I needed to cut in about that because if everybody out there needs to try it. (laughs) Sorry. I apologize. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, Make sure you go check out that Dunner kebab in Leesburg. Just throwing it out there. All (laughs) right. Are you and your opponent for today? It's his first time on a regular TTT game. Truly. He informed on the mob because he's a stoolie. And you know what? He kind of smells a little bit like patchouli. It's Chris Bianculli. Hey, Chris. Welcome to the show. All right. I don't know. Did I pronounce that right? Because I made that whole rhyme thing. Okay. I thought so. I want to make sure. <laughs> Broccoli. <laughs> Love it. Uh, let everybody know this is your first time on the show. A little bit about you. Sort of. Hey, that is awesome. And you know what else is awesome? The rules. All right, now that we know the rules of our little show, I want to get to know Chris and Caroline just a little bit better. I may have done this one before, but I don't really care. I want to know, what is your favorite non-trivia-based podcast? So you can't pick us, but non-trivia, you can't pick anybody else's trivia. What other podcast is your favorite? Yeah, that's two, that's two, that's, yeah, that's trivia. Okay. <laughs> Welcome to throwback trivia. I mean, that's the superior name. Uh, without Our question, between two content- I'm not a Dungeons and Dragons guy, but that Glory. name is so good. Bees. I love I'll Always Sunny, though. Yeah, it's one of my favorite shows. I got to go with Always Sunny. Even it's though the beast. name the that period. not BDSM is coming at you. That's great. But all right, Caroline, you get to pick first. Song that ruined my life and the attack of Eric
2: And we will start off in the 60s. Bonafide.
1: In 1967, Queen who became the first African American to serve in the U.S. Supreme Court? Thurgood Marshall is correct. Classic history question. Buddy, a little bit
2: about what do you want? And it's also the
1: 60s. Toshiro Mifune stars as a crafty Ronin. Who comes to town divided by two criminal gangs hey, I had and a decides to play them Leesburg, against each other was to free the town in what 1961 Akira Kurosawa film? Because if everybody out there needs to try it. Very cool. Very, very cool. Uh, make sure you go check out that Donner Kebab in Leesburg. Just throwing it out. Yojimbo is correct. Good job. All right. Back to Caroline. Formed on the mob because he's. And it is the 90s. It's what show. Hey, Chris. Start a clown named Lunette and her doll. Uh, Who would solve everyday problems on their eponymous Davenport. It ran on YTV in Canada and PBS in the U.S. for seven seasons and 100 episodes. It is the Big Comfy Couch. Well done. All right, Chris. All
2: right, little toys and games. Yeah, 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 toys and games. It is the 50s. Okay.
1: Launched in 1949, but reaching over 1 million sales by 1952, in what game is the object... To be the first to build a three-dimensional bug-like creature named after a fictional communicable disease.
3: Can you reread the question?
1: Of course. Launched in 1949, but reaching over one million sales by 1952. In what game is the object to be the first to build a three-dimensional bug-like creature named after a fictionable, fictional communicable disease? Think of the disease. I, I
3: I don't know the name of the game. I, I'm just gonna guess that it's like don't catch cooties or something. I don't know.
1: <laughs> John, I need a ruling on that. I'm gonna say no. Okay, nope. He hath spoken. Caroline, can you steal?
0: Well, I'm just gonna say. I mean, I'm not sure, but because you had to issue a ruling, I'm gonna assume that he was pretty close. So I'm just gonna say cooties.
1: That is close enough. It was singular, but it is just called cootie. And yes, we had a game. We had that growing up. We played that quite a bit. Fun little game. All right, Caroline getting a steal, and now you get to pick your own category.
0: All right, let's do
2: slang your decade is the 2000s four out of five dentists
1: approve of what 2000 slang that meant extravagantly showy or stylish
0: can you repeat the question Mm
1: -hmm. four out of five dentists approve of what 2000 slang that meant extravagantly showy or stylish
0: I have no idea. No guess? No guess.
1: No guess. All right. Chris, can you steal?
3: Read it one more time.
1: Sure. Four out of five dentists approve of what 2000 slang that meant extravagantly showy or stylish?
3: I mean, it's got to be a toothpaste thing, right? So it could be fresh. No, Fresh was the 90s. Um, I'm going to say Colgate.
1: <laughs> Man, that's Colgate. I'm going to start making that one. That's going to happen now. Uh, it is not correct, though. No, this, this uh, word was used quite a bit uh, in the 2007 Fergie song, Glamorous, and she called a lot of things Flossy. Flossy.
0: Is that what that meant? <laughs>
1: Yeah, that's what that, that's what that meant. <laughs> All right, no points awarded. Chris, we are back to
2: you.
3: Uh, let's go food.
2: In your decade is the 70s. Okay. <laughs> How
1: perfect. We've got a question from Jackie LaFave. What toothpaste was first intru- first produced in 1973? Its claim to fame was introducing the first striped Toothpaste, initially with a blue and white stripe, and a red stripe was added later.
3: Point of order, I don't think toothpaste is food, but my answer... <laughs> I mean,
1: you've ingested it, I'm certain it counts enough.
3: Okay, but I don't think four out of five dentists would consider it food. Um, I'm going to say, uh, if there's... It sounds like three stripes, I'm going to guess trident.
1: Trident is incorrect. <gasps> Caroline, can you steal?
0: Alright. I'm between two. Um, I'm gonna guess Colgate.
1: So bad. Man, that's so Colgate <laughs> is incorrect. But oh. it sounds so cool, doesn't it? <laughs> no, the uh, the three striped toothpaste is aqua fresh. Aqua fresh. And apparently, each stripe had its own job. They said uh, one was to prevent tooth decay, one for fresh breath, and one to keep gums healthy. And I think that was all just marketing BS. But yep, that's what that was. That one. So, all right, let's move on, and uh, we're back to Caroline.
0: All right, let's uh, let's go to uh, literature.
1: Literature. I don't like saying it that way, but I will. It's Literature. It is. It's at the 50s. Wow. Okay. The Chronicles of Narnia, a series of seven books, all released in the 50s, began with the publication of The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe in 1950. The second book, called Prince Caspian, The Return to Narnia, came out in 1951. What was
2: the third book in the series that was released in 1952? I just want to say the look, the the continuing look of disappointment on Caroline's face as you read each title, I'm just assuming because she knew what the first two were. Yeah, yeah, I knew what
0: the first one was, and I was like, that's okay. I know that the second one is Prince Caspian. <laughs> um, all right, I'm going to guess The Voyage of the Dawn Treader.
1: The Voyage of the Dawn Treader is correct. All right, good pull. All right, Chris, and you get a pick between sports, fashion, and music.
3: Yay! Um, let's go with fashion. Okay.
2: And it is the 70s. In 1976,
1: what American luxury department store sprouted its first store outside of the New York City area? First Lady Betty Ford was the guest of honor at the DC suburban area was the guest of honor at the Washington DC suburban area store and the chain is currently owned by Macy's and has a total of 54 stores worldwide
3: There was a clue in there can you reread it In
1: 1976 what American luxury department store sprouted its first store outside of the New York City area First Lady Betty Ford was the guest of honor at the Washington DC suburban area opening. Uh, which I added that word opening. Sorry. Uh, and the chain is currently owned by Macy's and has a total of fifty four stores worldwide. Can't tell if Chris is no, really but, upset. Yeah, 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 no, I <laughs> or I, thinking I, hard.
0: <laughs> I have I,
3: I, I have no guess.
1: All right, Caroline, can you steal?
0: Uh The store that I feel fits the clue of Sprouted best is Bloomingdale's.
1: Bloomingdale's is correct, and that is, is you know, not the best clue, but it got you there. So I'll take it. All right, Caroline gets another steal, and she gets to pick uh, her last category for this round.
0: All right, let's try music.
2: In your decade is the two thousands.
1: In two thousand, what singer joined Beyonce and Kelly Rowland in the pop group Destiny's Child, effectively replacing Latavia Robertson and Latoya Luckett?
0: Can you repeat the question?
1: Mm-hmm. In two thousand, what singer joined Beyonce and Kelly and Kelly Rowland in the pop group Destiny's Child? Effectively replacing Lata- Latavia Robertson and Latoya Luckett.
0: Um, I'm just gonna throw out Ellis. Ellis
1: is incorrect. Chris, can you steal?
3: Don't think so. I I honestly don't. know. The the two that you named were the only two i really knew i have no answer so i'm going to say lizzo
1: (laughs) lizzo is incorrect now i think everybody i tried i specifically picked this person because i feel like most people know beyonce and kelly Rowland. uh, but the third member of destiny's child is michelle williams michelle williams was the kind of the third well-known one so all right uh last question in the category of sports we'll go to to chris And we finally have an 80s question. Okay. With help from Axel, Dugan, and others, Libby Riddles became the first woman to win what race in 1985? Her official time was eight days, zero hours, 20 minutes, and 17 seconds.
3: Is this the Iditarod?
1: It is the Iditarod.
3: Oh, my God. I got a sports question right. (laughs) Good
1: job. All right, that is the end of round one. John,
2: how are things looking? All right, Caroline's got a little bit of lead. She's got 50 to Chris's 20. She does, Uh, but Chris is going
1: to have the last say, maybe, in this second round. We'll see how things go. As Caroline started off round one, Chris, you get a pick for Caroline to start off round two.
3: Let's go right back to sports.
1: Okay.
2: And it is the 90s. What future Super Bowl winning
1: welfare scamming Hall of Famer was taken in the second round of the 1991 NFL draft by the Atlanta Falcons who traded him away the next year?
0: You said 1991 Mm -hmm. by the Falcons. Mm -hmm. Correct.
1: Okay. Those are two words that I said.
0: (laughs) All right. I'm just going to throw out a guess of
1: Vic. Vic is incorrect. Chris, can you steal? Uh,
3: I'm going to throw out a guess of Lucky Johnson.
1: Oh, Lucky Johnson (laughs) is not going to get you any points today. Nope. Uh, John, do you know this one? I'm going to throw it to you. No. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, one of the big hints, because it was a pretty... Recent thing I said, what future Super Bowl winning welfare scamming Hall of Famer? He had had a big uh, controversial thing where he uh, scammed some welfare stuff uh, recently, like in the last like year or two. Um, But he was traded away to the Green Bay Packers, where is where he won his Super Bowl. I'm talking about Brett Favre, Brett Favre. (laughs) So, all right, no points awarded. And now, Caroline, you get a pick for Chris.
0: Uh, let's go with fashion.
2: And it is the 2000s. Popular through many
1: decades, but maybe especially in the 70s and 2000s. What is the name for the style of women's sleeveless shirt with the straps being tied behind or going around the neck so that it is mostly backless?
3: Turn for... A shirt or a shoe? Is it is it a
1: slingback? A slingback is not the answer I'm looking for. Caroline, can you steal? Would that be a halter top? Halter top is what I'm looking for. Good job. All right, getting the important steals, and now you get to uh, or you get a question sent back to you, mm-hmm. Chris. What's she gonna get? Uh. Sh-
3: how about literature coming at you?
2: Yeah, like it. And it is the 60s.
1: Unsafe at Any Speed is a book published in 1965 that controversially dis- discussed the lack of safety in the automobile industry. Who was the author of this book, who also unsuccessfully ran for president four times in the 90s and 2000s?
0: Would that be Ralph Nader?
1: That would be Ralph Nader. And she likes news and politics. That was a secret news and politics question. (laughs) All right. All right. Uh, Caroline, what are you going to send over to Chris?
0: Uh, I will give Chris music.
2: It is the 90s. Born Lasane
1: Parish Crooks, who was fatally shot on September 7th, 1996 in Las Vegas, Nevada, even though his hologram has been known to still perform in concert.
3: Tupac? Tupac Shakur?
1: Tupac Shakur is correct. All right, moving along. What category do you want to give to Caroline? Hmm.
3: Uh, let's go food.
1: Okay. Probably another toothpaste question. <laughs> It's from the 80s. In 1987, in Arkansas, the South Arkansas pink variety of what became both the official state fruit and official state vegetable?
0: Well, I can only think of one thing that I think could fit being both of these fruit and vegetable. So I'm going to guess tomato.
1: Tomato is correct. Alright, right. what are you going to send back to Chris? We've got toys and games, slang, news and politics, TV and movies. Slang. And it is also the 80s. What slang has many meanings? It could mean well said or in agreement. It's also been used as an informal greeting and even can be combined with to your mother or up like in the 1986 hit by Cameo. Word word up is correct. Word is exactly what I'm looking for. All right. All right. What do you want to send to uh, Caroline? Okay.
3: News and politics.
1: Okay. One of her strong suits. And it's the 2000s. On December 12th, 2001, what American actress was arrested on shoplifting charges in Beverly Hills, California, accused of stealing $5,500 worth of designer clothes and accessories at a Saks Fifth Avenue department store.
0: All right, I got a couple different names going through my mind. Can you repeat the question?
1: hmm On December 12th, 2001... What American actress was arrested on shoplifting charges in Beverly Hills, California, accused of stealing $5,500 worth of designer clothes and accessories at a Saks Fifth Avenue department store?
0: All right, I'm pretty sure that she was arrested for stealing, although I don't know what it was, so I'm just going to say Winona Ryder.
1: Winona Ryder is correct. Good job. Alright, we're down to two... No, three categories. What do you want to give to Chris?
0: So we still have... What? Movies, movies TV, and yep, toys and t- games?
1: That is correct.
0: Uh, toys and games.
1: The decade is the 60s. Introduced in 1965, what geometric drawing device produces mathematical roulette curves known as hypotrochoids? And epotrochoids Epi- Epitrochoids
3: yeah. I'm sorry, can you reread the question?
1: <laughs> I can in, I know, I, yeah, I do, I do not read well Introduced in 1965 What geometric drawing device Produces mathematical roulette curves Known as Hypotrochoids and Epitrochoids
3: I just asked you to reread to mess with you um, Is this the spirograph?
1: <laughs> you jerk! Uh, it is the spirograph It totally is the SpireGraph. Good job. All right. And you get to pick for Caroline, or also kind of decide what you want to have left for you. Yeah.
3: um, I will give Caroline movies.
1: And it's the 80s. In the 1980 film Caddyshack, what candy bar is tossed into the pool and mistaken for a duty, causing mass panic and the pool to be drained, and then Bill Murray ate it.
0: What a classic practical joke. Um, <laughs> Is that a Babe Ruth bar? Or a Baby Ruth
1: bar? Whatever it yeah, is. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, close into whatever it is. Well, wow, yep. Yes, it is Baby Ruth. <laughs> it is a Baby Ruth. All right. That's going to leave TV for Chris.
2: And it will be the fifties. Ah. Okay. <laughs> what monetarily titled quiz show
1: debuted in 1955, but got wrapped up in controversy and ended in 1958?
3: You said monetarily named? Mm-hmm. Actually, um, can you just reread the whole question one more time? I'm sorry.
1: Sure. What monetarily titled quiz show debuted in 1955, but got wrapped up in controversy and ended in 1958?
3: I don't know. The one that I'm thinking of, I don't think is monetarily named. I could be completely wrong, though. Uh, so I'm just going to go for like the. Oh, Wait. Is it
1: the $64,000 question? The $64,000 question is correct. Okay. You got there. You got there. All right. That is the it. I was like, is this the $64,000
3: pyramid? No, that's not it. It was the
1: $25,000.
3: And then I was thinking it was the the show from the movie Quiz Show, but that was just called 21.
1: Yep. Good job. Good job. You got there. Uh, John, what are our scores after round two?
2: All right, well, Chris was able to keep from getting doubled up. Caroline has 100, and Chris has 60.
1: He does. All right, and we're going to need to know what our categories are going into the final round. Caroline, mm-hmm. as you're in the lead, which one do you want to put in? Fashion, okay.
2: And the decade will be the 80s.
1: All right, and Chris,
2: what's joining it? TV. And that will be the 60s. <sighs>
1: okay. We need the two of you to write down your wagers based on 60s TV and 80s fashion. And just remember how prestigious it is to get into that 200 Club, Caroline. <clears throat> just think about that. <laughs> 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 Whoa. Wow. Spoiler alert. Yeah. All right, we're going to start off in our 60s TV question. Based on Ralph Cramden from The Honeymooners, what animated father made his debut in 1960? And then our 80s fashion question. In 1983, Carl Lagerfeld took over as chief designer of what fashion brand? By the end of the decade, its boutiques its boutiques sold goods ranging from $200, uh, $200 per ounce perfume, $225 ballerina slippers, to $11,000 dresses and $2,000 leather handbags. Uh, in 1983, Karl Lagerfeld took over as chief designer for what fashion brand? While our contestants are thinking about their answers, I am going to implore every single one of you to go check out at BFOPnetwork.com. I haven't plugged just the old BFOPnetwork.com. That's B-F-O-P-Network.com. Or as John hates it when I say, i I'm not the one who hates that. That's Corey who hates that. <laughs> as long as I'm pissing off somebody. <laughs> uh, do either of you need me to reread a question?
3: Nope happy with my zero points
1: all right well chris is you're behind let's find out what were your answers to our 60s tv and 80s fashion
3: so questions. 60s tv i'm pretty sure this is fred flintstone uh and for 80s fashion all i could think of is chanel
1: okay and Caroline, what were your answers? In 1983, Carl Lagerfeld took over Chanel. And Ralph Cramden was the bassist for Fred Flintstone so we got to find out the wagers Caroline what did you wager first let's like start with you okay and Chris what did you wager back
3: and forth debating on whether or not that's what you would wager. I just went for everything because I had nothing to lose I was behind I went for 60 <laughs> all
1: right John do us some math and let us know who won today's episode
2: uh well with the comeback with 120 to 79, Chris is the winner today.
1: Good job, sir. Good comeback. Very hard-fought game.
3: Yes, that was a great game, Caroline. You had me like beat the whole way. <laughs> great game.
1: Well done. All right, uh, Chris, you'll speak. Uh, how about second? You'll close this out, uh, Caroline. Uh, now's your time. Speak of whatever you want. Yes, very true. That's a good call. All right. And Chris, anything you want to shout out?
3: Um, I just want to shout out my wife, Samantha, who is watching our son Jackson right now so I can play this game. Like I said, first kid born six months ago. Uh, Couldn't be happier. Uh, Really happy to be on TTT. Thank you guys for doing this. It's always fun to, to be on here and to listen to you.
1: Nice. Well, thank you, guys. We appreciate the both of you and everybody who is listening right now. Thank you from the bottom of our hearts. All right. For John, for Caroline, for Chris, I'm Adam. This was another episode of Throwback Trivia Takedown.
2: Thank you for listening to Throwback Trivia Takedown. If you want to support the podcast or if you'd like to be a contestant, go to patreon.com forward slash throwback trivia takedown and pick a tier that's right for you. If you want to submit questions, you can email them to takedown at gmail.com. Please rate and review us on your preferred podcast platform. We'll see you next time when two new contestants go head-to-head in nostalgic knowledge on Throwback Trivia Takedown.
1: Hello everybody, I'm Adam.
2: I'm John. And every week we are giving you a blast from our past. We are the podcast that brings you full-on movie breakdowns, TV show reviews, album reviews, top tens, and more all from the things of our nostalgic past so please
1: join us every single week on the blast from our past podcast you can find us on spotify stitcher apple podcasts however you listen to podcasts you can find us and we would love to have you take a trip with us to the land of nostalgia